CHP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode. Hey, we're live. Welcome to the Worst Golf Podcast. Everybody wants to be the best. We strive to be the worst. When a bad take is necessary, we're going to be here to share it with you. I'm your host, JB, and with me as always is Morgan. Hello. She'll spend most of her time off camera. Not as much this week, maybe. Yeah, we'll keep me in line with all those buttons in front of her. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to whatever outlet you're watching on. In this case, we're uh, YouTube and our forum. Uh, it helps us more than you know, and like the video, do all those crazy things. Excuse our th- our video today, production-wise. If Morgan switches back to her, you'll see we have uh, a dog trying to make an appearance in her lap. Like you can't see. Um, there's a dog here. There, there's, there's Arrow with here. us. We are dog sitting a second dog right here. Um, <laughs> For those who can't or are listening, you don't know it, but Arrow's head is popping up in the screen right now. Yeah, so we have two dogs with us. It's a little chaotic. They're trying to share two back-to-back stools, and uh, it's not going well. Um, but we have a lot to cover, and not as much time to get it done. What well, we have our normal allotted time, but uh I have a call in a couple hours, so I want to make sure we can get to that. Uh it's kind of important and uh do so with these crazy dogs that are going to end up in <laughs> Morgan's lap. Arrow, chill they're, out. They're both going to end up in my lap. Uh Come so on. for our audio listeners, uh we apologize. Uh coming later in the show, we have a contest for a mystery box and that box has equipment in it. Uh won't Ooh. say what equipment, but it's going to be a driver. Uh, driver head, I should say. So uh, stay tuned for that, and we'll let you know how you can enter, uh, but it'll involve doing something post-show. Um, I wanted to discuss, last week we announced our new sponsor. Switch the camera back to you real fast. I, hold on. Can you, can you hold on? Let me move this. Really making a mess of this, aren't I you? Know. Okay. You guys see what's happening here? <laughs> they're They're both over here trying to get into my lap. Okay, go yeah. ahead. So it's oh, here comes Arrow. <laughs> funny story. We had a new sponsor last week um, for skincare. It's something that I believe in. Um, I talked about a friend of mine having to have some procedures done, and he looks like a Vander Holyfield now with half his ear, which is technically a good thing um, based on what the outcome could have been. But we gave a bad link. So everybody who bought it, don't worry about it. We're excited you did. We're excited you're going to use it. We believe that. It's a product that you're going to use just like I use it. Um, but we'll have a new link for uh, you were able to buy it. You, we just didn't get any credit for it, which, again, that's not why we brought it to the people. Um, but so stay tuned for that coming probably next week's show, I'm guessing. Yeah, we'll have that corrected. That was just us not being tech savvy enough. Yeah, I we, we screwed up the system. And uh, that's that we had a ton of of questions come in this week, Morgan, so much so that we ended up towards the end of it, just having to answer them on the forum Yeah, because the show would have been two or three hours long. And we're going to get to all the ones we chose that we think are worth answering. I, they're all worth answering, but worth answering via live video and audio. So you guys can converse with us. But before doing though, we're going right in to get off my lawn because we have to do it in a couple of days. Yes. Okay, so my get off the lawn segment, I think, is something that a lot of people can share with me. And yes, I'm over here trying to keep both of these dogs calm. Um, it's picking weeds because picking weeds is the worst. I don't know how many of you out there have to do it as well, but it's freaking horrible. 
and it kills my back and it wrecks my fingers and my fingernails and I just absolutely despise it but we have to do it this upcoming weekend and I am very much dreading it so it actually has to do with the lawn and it is my get off the lawn um, somebody said what's wrong with two or three hours normally nothing we have no problem going as long as you guys want us to in this case I can't because I have a call with a group uh, for some forum testing on a product. Um, That's exciting. That we're going to do. So it's a, it's a little different than your normal forum testing too. So can't do it this week for two to three hours, but I got no problem with that down the road. Just doing a live stream of us working. <laughs> that would be so boring because it would just be me in front of a computer and you in front of a computer. i going to jump right into THP or questions and we're going to kind of go rapid fire. I'm not going to go... Um, on too many tangents there's a couple that i end up i'll probably end up going a little longer on and we have some other stuff coming in in the middle like i said a contest we're also going to announce one budget championship team on this uh podcast and their team name um the signups just concluded I, I don't even know if i've locked the thread i think i did otherwise you know you could technically sign up through today um but we're looking for 12 thpers that are going to come and join us at Bally hack for the budget championship with bag boy the swag is off the charts. The course is amazing. Uh, bag boys, fantastic new golf bag for everybody, along with a whole bunch of other swag. Um, and we're going to announce the first team uh, late, a little bit later in the show and their team name. For I'm those excited. That, for those that don't know this, the way this works is everybody signs up. We create the teams. Nobody signs up with a partner and it's a handicapped thing, so it doesn't matter skill level. All skill levels at all our events are always invited. That will never change. The day that somebody mocks or talks down to somebody because of their skill level is the day that person that did that will no longer be allowed to come to our experiences. Um, but it's a lot of fun. We create team names, tag teams, so to speak. The people have a lot of fun with them. We've had people get logos in the past. Last year, I made the joke. We were walking around Dormy Club, and I go into the pro shop to buy a shirt, and the lady at the register had one of our team names and a sticker That's right. on, her, on her golf skirt. I forgot about that. Um, I can't remember who, which team was it was. Taco something? No, it wasn't Secret Taco. We had Secret Taco. We had Pickled Fizzle. It, it was, oh, it was, um, it was a Star Wars one. Something Wookiees. Commanding Wookiees. Oh. She had a Commanding Wookiees sticker. That was a great team name, by the way. Um, it's always the damn Wookiees. I agree. They're saying in the comments. Um, but I jumping right into the THP or questions. Go ahead. I still have no idea what that is. Just, I don't know what a Wookiee is. Chewbacca is a Wookiee. Oh, he is? He's cute. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <laughs> just, just kill me. Um, Go on. Start jumping into the THP or questions. The first one was the iron release I'm most excited about in 2023, and they specified players' irons. Now, we make it pretty well known we don't talk about pre-release gear, um, so I'm not going to call that brand out as a general you know like the actual product but pay attention to cobra and strix on here is what i'll say um next question how have experiences evolved and this is probably something we've addressed it a little bit uh, in the past probably a lot on this show i think we have but uh giving the basic answer to it they've done a complete 180 anything you thought we did three four five years ago um is nothing compared to what we're doing now oh no it's totally different um you know private facilities completely set up for our events the food is off the charts there's nothing that can't be done it's 
truly unlike anything we've we've ever dreamed of being able to do and now we're able to do it yeah and we've also shrunk the events quite a bit to make it less people which i think is this has been something i've pushed for for a long time because i think it's way better yeah and you know we don't do that to eliminate th peers from having the options we've actually added events what we've did is we give people who are there and the participants the ability to have more one-on-one exactly i'm doing finger quotes for those listening along one-on-one time with the sponsor that's there because at the end of the day that's why we do these is to put industry people and golfers together in a way that's never been done before it's not just about a bunch of people getting together to play golf you don't need us for that it's about the equipment it's about these amazing facilities it's about learning more about a brand and the products they bring to the market and everything else yeah i agree oh i thought you were gonna add something else no um Somebody asked, so the granddaddy captain thing is different this year. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know the granddaddy, it's the ultimate of the ultimate. It's, it shouldn't take place. We're humbled, honored, and everything else that we get to do it with Callaway. And every year we choose a captain. Last episode, if you didn't listen to last episode, go back to um, last episode show and we talk about how we choose the captain, the, the things we look for. And it's, it's pretty simple. Don't be an ass. Be public. Be on our forum. Uh, be involved in live update threads, talk about equipment, so on and so forth. This year, we're doing it differently. Yes. We said, hey, guess what? You guys choose. Yes. <laughs> That's really what it came down to. It's interesting, too, because I thought people would be really excited about it, but I feel like it's a little bit of a polarizing kind yeah, of it is. idea. Um, and, and I'm going to preface this by saying I get it. You know, I, I oh, understand sure. it. Am I nervous about it? Uh, no, uh, you know, nervous isn't the right if there word. Was, if it was a team of four, I would be a little more nervous. Mm-hmm. Being that it's a team of twelve with uh, an assistant captain, ask cap, and much more. Um, no, because eventually, if the captain's the asshole, it, it'll be it, the whole team's not going to be. So I don't have any concerns about that. Um, I do think that the that everybody chooses that we had people nominate who they think would be a good captain. And I think people choose for different reasons than uh, Morgan and I would. I actually think that's the interesting part of it. Yeah. So that part is a little, I don't want to say concerning because, you know, we always said one of the biggest things is we want people to be in live update threads to, so they understand what's going to take place. And there's people nominated who literally have said, I don't have time for that. So I understand that part of it. Not everybody does, but you know, there's a little bit there, but so we got all our nominees. We're going to put those into a survey vote poll kind of thing. And it's going to be emailed out. It's going to go to a ton of people. Some people are form active form members. Some are, I'll call them grazers. I'm going to add something to that. If you have not received our THP digital magazines, then please send me a PM with your email address on the form on the form. Yeah. Send me your, a PM with your email address so that I can add you to the list that goes out and I'll add your email to the system. Assuming you want to receive an email, obviously, if you're sending it to me, you do. So that was stupid. I don't know why I said that, but that's all right. And then we're going to send it out to vote. Somebody asked, how would we choose if you didn't watch last week's show, watch last week's show. Um, I actually tell you exactly how we chose. Um, And (coughs) excuse me, whoever they pick as the captain will be the captain. It's that simple. And before everybody messages or posts or jumps to the PMs or group chats and said, oh, well, 
I know our nominee would have gotten more votes. It's fixed, blah, blah, blah. If I wanted to fix it, I'd just pick the person. Like, yeah. It's not, you know, I, I, I had a, gr- a probably seven or eight people that I thought would be pretty good at it. And uh, uh, some of them are nominees, some of them aren't. And that's great. Yeah. THPers are the ones who are going to follow the event and why we host it with Callaway. Why Callaway hosts it, I should say, in this case. Um, so, yeah, you you guys are going to decide. And, and we're as excited as you guys are to find out who. We may agree with the choice. We may not. But at the end of the day, that is the choice. And that's kind of one of the coolest parts about this. Wouldn't you agree? I do. I absolutely do. Um, jumping to the next question. This is an interesting one because you and I discussed it. You and I, for again, for our audio listeners, Morgan and I discussed this while sitting on the couch the other night. Worst someone has behaved at a THP event. Now, <laughs> <laughs> just going to say this is a loaded question because there is there is one that we want to talk about, but we can't. Yeah, because it involved a marriage and stuff like that. And I don't think that's appropriate because I don't know where that stands. No, things got weird, though. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, there was a, a mother-in-law showed up. Like, it, it was weird. Um, But I've had two instances that jumped out into my head. And actually one, and then you brought up the other one, mm-hmm. and I agree with it. The first is we did an event one year in Texas. And I want to say it was called Rivalry, but it may have just been a gathering that we did that had a competition element to it. I can't remember. And there was a person who got caught um, breaking the rules, basically. Was this in Austin? Yes. Wasn't that with Callaway? I feel like Harry No, it was, was a there. different event. That, was... We, did a, we did a gauntlet event with Callaway. Okay, because um, I remember Harry in Austin for some reason. Yeah, this was not that one. Okay. Um, base, the basis of it was a person hit a ball over a green. They somehow miraculously found the ball, continued to play the hole, and then as I was walking up to the green to see how everybody was doing, I stepped on their ball. Oh. And we actually had to have you go up and explain to the person that they were going to have some strokes added to their score. How come um, I'm always the one that has to do that, by the because way? Because I'm the <laughs> asshole already. <laughs> this is you know, if you ask enough people, you're going to get that answer. They won't say that to you. They probably think it about you too, but probably um, they'll never say that. So you had to be the actually in this case you volunteered you're like i'll go say something yeah I usually like, just, i don't care um the second one was at an event um and we used to have uh, we used to allow people to come out to events that weren't participating and in one of the cases a i'll, I'll call them a fan i don't want to say because it, it could t- tip call off a spectator was, yeah a spectator kicked the ball back in the fairway on purpose for in a match uh for the person he was cheering on and um, that got pretty bad yeah so for those who are always like hey how come we can't have so-and-so out or a family out or friends out there's always a a method to our madness there's usually a reason behind it that would be the reason unfortunately there's always the bad eggs that ruin it for other people but spectators will most likely never be allowed at a thp event again yeah it it does and it's also there's other reasons for that too. of course yeah but that definitely was not great yeah so that one was that was a tough one and we never brought it up at the event we just kind of dealt with it and knew what was going on but that was bad um so i i think that answers the question somebody else asked a really interesting question we get this probably once every couple of weeks in a private message why do we not do a, a hot list a top 10 list a best of and that's a really good question. And I'm going to answer that as precise as I can without going into huge details. And I may jump into this as a topic later on in a future episode. 
But the reason being is because they're bullshit, um, for lack of a better term. I really need to work on this. This, uh, uh, yeah. Thing. So, um, let's see if the best way. The hot list has been accused of being rigged for years because of advertisers. It's not. It's a damned if you do, damned if you yeah. don't situation. It's not about a ranking. It's always been about what equipment is hot, what you should be paying attention to. There's other lists out there that are bullshit. And whether yeah. that's their testing methodology, whether that's making sure that every company gets something. Uh, to use the logos of brands that put out the list, companies pay money. And I don't care what publication golf golf digest websites whatever it is they're paying money to use that little logo and in that essence it goes against what really is this about at the end of the day our job should be as media and we take this fairly seriously despite our joking manner on shows like this and on the forum and things like that is to present correct and real information to you and you should tell us what the best is. Yeah. I think that that makes perfect sense because it's the people who are purchasing who should be making the decision. Correct. It's your money and watching a video with five swings and all hit perfectly and saying this one goes one mile an hour faster than that one or this and that let golfers tell us what the best is rather than we dictating to you for whatever reason we have whether somebody believes it's advertising somebody believes it's not advertising somebody believes websites don't take money it's all false just present the information as honest as possible which is what we think we do and i'll get to that in another question coming up and let you guys tell us what is the best because if we dictate to you that brings in a whole bunch of other things of, well, you're biased to this company. I've been accused of being biased to every single company in golf over the last 15 years. A hundred percent you have. Um, and I, it's just not the case. I, I, I don't care enough to make it that case. I, I, there's some people in the industry I care about and they've changed companies over the years. So, um, well, and I just want to also say like, we're only so many people, like how can we be the people who determine what's best and what's not best? Yeah. You know? and like, it's you just, know, a, it's, a, it's a small, um, what's the word sample size. Yeah. And all of them are small sample sizes. The hot list being probably the largest of the sample sizes, but they're all small sample sizes. Uh, there's another website forum called golf WRX that actually worked with at one time worked with the fitting companies and used their data. And I actually thought that was a pretty good idea. Um, but if you're taking 12, 24, whatever, you know, whatever it is and hitting balls and saying, well, this one's going this, that's, that does very little to determine, an, in my opinion, this is again, all my opinion, to be enough of a power to say, this is better than that. I just don't believe that that's morally, it's so morally absent is I guess my, my, train of thought on it i'd much rather present the information you guys take that information and do whatever you'd like with it if it means you're excited about a product great if it means you're not as excited about a product okay and then you go and try it out so that's kind of where it is that i hope that answers the question but it's something we take very seriously and i i just it's not something i'm willing to do um next question is what would you tell a high handicapper to, to get better 
Mm. I get this one a lot. I'm and I'm surprised. trending towards a high handicapper at this point. I'm still a single digit handicap, but, but barely you're working on it yeah i am working on it um the first thing i would do was proper grip proper setup that's number one what what you do from there on out if you want to take less i'm a i'm a big believer in assistance through lessons but i'm not a big believer in taking lessons for lessons sake when you can't implement what they're giving you meaning you don't have the time to practice what they're trying to implement I think that is such an important fact or important thing to say, because it's one thing for someone to say like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go get a lesson. They're going to tell me that I need to work on this, but if you can't actually work on it, what are you doing? Right. Like, what, why are you even, you're going to be good for that hour, maybe an hour after that. And then it's going to go back to where you were. So Ooh, can I say one more thing? Sure. The other thing that I want to add, and this is actually something that is going to come out in an article coming up soon is that don't be afraid to fire a coach either. No. If you're a beginner and you are getting lessons and you are not connecting with that person, and this happened to me when I was first starting out, if that person, some people are real technical, some people are more for feel. So it really just depends on how you respond to it. So I had an instructor that was so technical and they were like, you know, you got to go here, 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 here. It was too much. My, my brain was just an overloaded and because I'm an analytical person. It made me overthink everything. Then I went to somebody who was all about feel. Well, if you go to here, you'll feel like this. If you go to here, you'll feel like that. That resonated so much more for me and my game got so much better because of it. So don't be afraid to try different coaches until you find the one that works for you. So you kind of summed up exactly what I say, You're is, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead and try it out. But you brought up something that was kind of interesting. That's so far off on a tangent. Have you ever gone to a salon or barbershop or whatever you do and you get a haircut and then you go one day and your barber's not there and you get a haircut and it's better than the one you normally get. How do you fire that barber? Okay. So it's funny you say that. This is totally off on a tangent and nobody's going to care about this at all, but I've already lost interest. Yeah. But I recently went to a new salon um, to get my eyebrows waxed. Yes, we do that. Women, we get our eyebrows waxed. And the person who I saw wasn't available and I needed an appointment this weekend. So I'm trying somebody new. There's only two of them. So I'm kind of nervous because like, what if I like the other person? And then yeah. already I'm worried that the other person's going to get mad, but it is what it is. Yeah. So um, I say, try people out, but I say, you know, start with the perfect foundation. That's perfect for you. And then get assistance. If you have time to implement it. Um, there's a lot of people in the chat saying they cut their own hair. Or their wife cuts their hair. That's weird. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I get it. I get it. It's I cut your hair for a while. Well, I'm just shaving it. Well, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't let me do anything else, nor should you. <laughs> no, um, we have we're like five questions deep and we have like 30 to do. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try to get move on. Uh, Arrow is currently roaming, roaming the, room. the room. So if we go dark, it's because he stepped on a cord. Um, yeah, I had to let him down. He was trying to jump off my lap. Yeah. Um, somebody asked when we go into full 2023 mode. And it's a this good question, it really is because it's different depending on what they mean. I start planning 2023 around September is mm -hmm. when I'm going full bore into planning 2023 with our partners. Um, I don't do that. This is hard to say. I don't, I don't, I don't skimp on what's remaining in 2022 though. 2022 to me for TH peers officially wraps up when the granddaddy wraps up. 
Yeah. Um, that is the only thing we do in December. It's the only thing we're going to do in December. And it's the, technically the only thing we do in January. Also, we have other things, obviously, holiday cheer and things like that. But as far as experiences go that involve what I do for, you know, my regular part of the job. Does that make sense? Yes. Sorry. I just read THP Floby and I started laughing. We probably should have that as a limited <laughs> series item. I could see some THPers grabbing the vacuum and cutting their hair. We're probably old enough to where that makes sense. And there's a lot of people who are like, what the hell are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, they don't know. But no, I agree with you. I actually do think the same thing. I think once we kind of wrap up the granddaddy, that's sort of where 2022 for us starts to really come to an end. But yeah, all planning starts like, I would say like late September-ish. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the companies we're close with, we can kind of work on that throughout the year. Sometimes it's a little more convoluted than that is you know embargo dates are set and changed three or four times throughout a year at least so you're kind of always playing with that minefield where we used to like to do events on embargo day or around it now it's sometimes a little later or a little earlier because of you know those kind of things um next question is how soon do we get previews on new gear this is also really interesting based on the company Yes, yes, I would agree. But I'm just picturing my spreadsheet right now that I posted. And you guys don't because we have like an internal spreadsheet with among the Yeah, the, we use Slack internally. Yeah. So for the staff and everything. And so like all of the writers, they each have, you know, specific articles that they do due dates and when the embargo date is. And so I create a spreadsheet and then I send it so that everybody can see it. We're all on the same page. And it is long right now. I'm talking long. I can say that um j-man dean and hawk and hawk uh, kind of got through thrown into it yeah, because I, um, I don't know how much more i could throw at james if and you dean. see those guys after january buy them a beer yes um there's i don't know how to use excel so i'm not a spreadsheet guy but we're talking 15 to 20 articles and let me kind of give you a preface on how that works it's not just okay, here's the new product. Tell us about it. It's uh, video calls like we had one with yesterday on Mizuno um, with the staff going over every piece of technology. It's PowerPoints. It's video presentations from the R&D team at a company. So it's deep. Now, there are other companies that send a one-sheeter and you're just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Or what the heck am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, like, here's a picture. Have yeah, fun. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, they they sometimes rhyme with Milson. Um that one was bad this year, but uh, ironically enough, the product's pretty good. So, but to answer the question, to go back to it, it depends on the company. Some companies, it's about two months. Some companies, it's about a month. Some companies, it's seven to ten days. They've been burned so many times by some of the media um, that it's seven to ten days, and yeah. that's all you'll get. Um, there are other times that because of our travels that we'll be with a company and we're get six months in advance and, you know, we're working on that and, and do it. And I can say like, there are companies that want you to be as prepared as possible and they do everything in their power to do so. So it's, a, it goes back to a previous question. It's our job to give you guys as much information as possible. So you can try something and tell us about it. And we think that if these guys can make it through January, um that uh you will have all that information and then some. and yes somebody asked we do get a couple of those midnight dumps and that's when they usually just get like a quick little form thread because that's really all they gave us time for yeah so i'm gonna expand on that because i'm gonna 
give a shout out and kind of a, a call out on this to Ping. Uh-huh. So Ping has released their information the last few years, the last couple of releases in different times of year over the course of the world. And the 430 has been leaked in every possible way everywhere. So no, they're not going to give us a full PowerPoint presentation and everything else because most of the stuff is out there. True. We will have articles on it and we'll have full features on the stuff and it's coming. But yeah, they are like this year, it's going to be like seven days before launch. Here you go. Here's the information. Yep. Um, and it's not really a a bash on them. It's just what happened with their release timing over the course of the globe. I can relate that a little bit to Mizuno with Forged and Tor of the Irons, where we already have an article on those because they released globally, but they didn't release in North America until coming up soon. So we're not going to have another article on those. We've already detailed all the technical information, but we will give a shout out of when they're available and probably have some stuff coming sure. up with Chris Vashal and stuff like that. So hope that makes sense. And I hope that answers your question. Um, for those tuning in for the big contest, here's what we're going to do. We're giving away that mystery box. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And I've pulled some stuff for it already. It's, it's pretty good. Um, it's got a driver head. It's got some golf balls. It's got some other knickknacks. Miscellaneous items. Perfect. You're welcome that, that, again. That, that's what you're here for. Yeah. Um, like your trusty assistant. Today. It's got some really good stuff in there. And when this episode is over, you must, one, like the video. Must be on YouTube. You have to like the video. And two, again, when the video is over, leave a comment on what your current driver head is in the comment section. Okay. If you want to add more, like why this show sucks and things like that, hey, love it. We love all the comments. But it must be when the show ends in the video, leave a comment. And then come Monday, we will announce a winner and we'll send you a mystery box. Now that we're going to lose like half our audience because oh, no. we've announced the contest, but no, I don't think so. We have a lot to cover. So this is super random and I don't know why I'm sharing this, but I just realized I don't touch the floor. Yeah. My, well, you are short. My, no, but my feet are dangling and I never noticed that before. These are the weird things that I think about while he's talking. Um, strangest request from a company. <laughs> and <laughs> um, Okay. This is truly behind the scenes inside baseball kind of stuff. One year we did an event with ping. And this is not a knock on the brand. The event was actually really good. It was with budget and paying and THPers toward their facility. They got to go in the vault. They got to do a lot of really cool stuff. We also had an R&D session where they had their team come in and talk product mm -hmm. and answer any questions asked. Well, during that time, John Solheim came into the room and the communications person there was holding a sleeve down as I'm singling down my arm for those listening of ping hats. And he said, would you like to have John Solheim sign these for the group? And I was like, that's Heck awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. So we do it. Everybody gets a signed hat. We go play golf the next day. And a week later we got a bill for the hats Yeah, at full retail price. And it's just like, <laughs> you don't care. It's just funny because that's absurd. Yeah. That was um, so weird. So that's probably my weirdest one. When is it too cold to play golf? Uh, to me, it depends on the wind. What about you? Um, yeah, I think it depends on the wind. It also depends on if there's sun or not. So like if it's like say 40, but it's sunny out and that's not so bad. But if it's 40 and there's like all clouds, so it feels like it's like 30 something. I think that's too cold. Um, next question is best way to introduce your game to the to a child. My child is 
small and furry and wandering. He's sitting on a bunch of wires currently. Yeah. So I don't have the best answer to that. I would say whatever way is fun, have a golf cart, drive around, let the wind blow in his face and let him take some hacks on the range. That would be my thing. I, I don't, he's now on my feet. I don't remember how my father introduced me to the game because it was like 40 plus years ago, but you know, I, I'm not the right person to ask for that. Um, I believe uh, Canadan on our forum, if you're on our forum, uh, has done it. Uh, J-Man is a coach. He could probably help you with that and has three little ones. And the rest of our staff, they all have kids, actually. Yeah. Um, so we're the smart ones. Or, or not <laughs> smart ones, depending on who you ask. Um, New Year's resolution. And uh, so last week, I told the story of how I'm getting fat. And how I put on pants. And for those listening, you won't get this. You'll you'll understand it. But those viewing, you can kind of see. I had that little fold over on the belt, you know, where the you can't really see your belt because your pants fold over it. And I said, okay, enough is enough. So we got together with a couple of other couples. And we're doing a contest that starts the first on a percentage lost. And all these idiots are starting now. And I was like, weigh-ins not till the first. I'm going to win this going away. And... That, that's all there is to it. But to go into that, I am porking up before that weigh in. Yeah. This man, once we decided that we were going to do this competition, literally we went, we, we had lunch with the friends. We decided on the competition, drive to Publix, go to Publix, buys a cookie cake. Not exaggerating. I, I mean, that's true. To be fair, you weren't exactly fighting going to Publix. Well, I love going to Publix. Um, I'm never going to fight that. But yes, I'm. January 1st and we're going to do it for 90 days my goal is 25 pounds in 90 days which I should be able to do pretty easily you're going to lose that in the first 30 yeah so but I have a couple of trips in there I have a couple trips in there that I'm not going to deal with that on but but yes go in heavy at the weigh in come out light when I need each Sunday when I have to weigh in it's on and all you bastards are going to lose it, it, there's no question about it, but yes, go, being serious. Uh, that's my new year's resolution. Get back to 175, which I haven't been in a long, long time. I got close. I was 176 a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. but when you don't have to do the PGA show, um, you don't have to lose the weight for the camera. Oh yeah. But, but we... now we're on the camera every week. Yes. So the microphone can only hold hide one chin. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I am. Somebody asked if we were going to the PGA show. We are, yes. but strictly just for 24 hours. Uh, we have a couple of things we have to take care of when we're there in a dinner we have to go to. But otherwise, stop by. We're going to see everybody we can see. And that's it. Um, let's announce the budget championship. All right, let's do it. Okay, so the budget championship uh, is coming up and everybody's signing up. And we have not pulled all the names. I just pulled two. Right. Um. And those two people are not here in our chat, I don't believe, which what? makes it even better because one, one of them, I, he's like, worst golf podcast. Pff, I'm not listening to that. I feel like they shouldn't even be allowed now. Just for that, uh, Dean and I are going to roll them. I'm just <laughs> calling that out right now. Buffalo Plunger and Blazenden, you guys are in as a team and your team name is Fire in the Hole. All right. So we'll get that announced. I can explain the team name later. Um, I'll explain it now. Um, Buffalo Plunger was named something different and we, he got into an event last year called shaft up and we went to Victoria national and we all check into our cottage and five minutes later, he comes out of his 
cottage bedroom because it's four bedrooms and then a common area in the middle and said, are there any plungers here? He's like, my toilet was stopped up when we got here. And we're like, yeah, sure it was a uh, liar. Convenient. Um, so we changed his name to Buffalo Plunger because he's a plunge. He uh, needed a plunger and he's from Buffalo <laughs> and Blazenden is fire, you know, blaze. So fire in the hole seems perfect. I like that one. Um, th- jumping back to THP or questions, traffic versus the golf boom. Yeah, I mean, our traffic went up during the golf boom. Uh, you know, it's hard not to. Yeah, because there were so many people who were searching for uh, equipment and just information on golf. Oh, look, there's Lily for those who can see. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, and it we haven't really slowed down. We were doing pretty well traffic-wise leading up to that. So um, I, I, we haven't really slowed down. We'll see. It always gets a little slower on the holidays. There's a lot of travel. Hell, there's a lot of people stranded at airports right now. Thanks, oh, Southwest Airlines. Yeah. Um, somebody asked a question, and I'm going to have you answer this one. Sure. Hurricane versus snowstorm, you know, because we moved back to Florida. What's right. better or worse? Um, okay. So coming from somebody who's more from Florida, like I've lived in Florida basically my entire life, I think that a snowstorm is scarier. Uh, but that's because I don't, I, the idea that like the idea of the snowstorm and then like ice and, and like all that stuff. And then you could be frozen inside. And I don't know. I just, I, I, hurricanes don't scare me. I've been through. And there's a, a so much preparation yeah. ahead of time and warning that yeah. yeah, it's a little easier. Exactly. I just feel like I've seen, I've been, I, I, I've probably been through like 15 of them. Somebody in the point. chat, I think it was Canada and said, she doesn't know what a real snowstorm looks like. You do. We've <laughs> been in Chicago when it's been minus 20. Did you see the annihilator said, I just hope your uh, server can handle it. Yeah. Speaking, he, he would know. Speaking of guys, and this is something that we haven't talked about and I'm throwing this in there and Josh doesn't even know about to talk about it, but Great. Uh, uh, the annihilator Ben and I are working on a lot of behind the scenes stuff right now. And, uh, we might have some new stuff coming earlier in the year. Awesome. Speaking of that, why don't you take over and give us your recipe of the week? Oh, okay. Recipe of the week. It is. Go long. Go. <laughs> He's like, stretch it out. Um, okay. So I figured since everybody's got their, you know, weight loss, new year's resolution, and it would be the first of the year, I'm going to do a recipe for the first meal of the day, which would be breakfast. Um, this one is super versatile. Um, the actual recipe is called broccoli and egg or broccoli and cheese, egg muffins, but you can use literally any vegetable that you want. You can skip the vegetable and put like, if you want to keep it healthy, keep like turkey bacon or turkey sausage or something like that in there instead. Um, it's super, super easy. And the best part about this is both fridge and freezer friendly. So you can actually make these, put them in the freezer, like wrap them in plastic wrap them, put them into like an airtight container or even a, a Ziploc bag, like a freezer bag, pop it in there, put it in the freezer, and then you can have it whenever you want. And you can mix and match different vegetables like during the holidays because I'm a nerd, I guess. I did some spinach and some tomato because it was red and green. (laughs) Yes, I did that. I'm that person. Um, But anyhow, I have the recipe posted for you guys. They're super healthy. They're super easy. And they're honestly delicious. Oh, and you can mix up the cheeses too. Like I've done it. Like The recipe I think calls for um, Pecorino Romano and shredded cheddar. But like I've done Mexican, like a Mexican mixed cheese. I've done mozzarella. Like I've done all kinds of different cheeses. So seriously, make it your own, but just follow like the base of it and you're good to go. Jumping right back to THP or questions, uh, Florida versus Nashville winters. Um, is that even a question? <laughs> I think it depends. No, it doesn't. Nobody, uh, people retire to Florida for a reason. Cause it's warmer. Um, where we are, the, the, 
temperature difference isn't crazy different. We're yes, in it is. Northern Florida. I mean, it, this year it is for sure. But the one thing about Nashville winters that was tougher was they're not prepared for snow and ice. No. But yet both years we were there, it snowed well, and iced. Part of that was when we moved, they were like, oh, we haven't had snow in like six years. Like we don't really get it. If we do, it's like a light dusting, like nothing to worry about. And then the two years that we were there, it was like six inches and like eight inches or something like that. And, and the city were, shuts down. It totally shuts down. And then the best part is that like, okay, well, we need to plow the snow, but we don't actually have snow plows. So these like road warriors decided I'm going to take a truck and put like a scoop on the front of it. I'm just going to start pushing stuff, which ends up pushing the entire road. And then there's massive potholes and it's kind well, of a disaster. So I'm going to say that one of the big things we're spoiled with in Florida is good roads. Yes. Which I Every did not know. Every place that's cold has really shitty roads, potholes that ruin your car and things like that. I'm not interested in that. No, I didn't. I honestly didn't realize that that was that bad elsewhere. Like and we've traveled the country, but I didn't, yeah. didn't, I don't know. You, you don't spend enough time. You're kind of just on the highway, get through. Um, Florida roads are way, way we're, better. We're so spoiled with Florida roads. So yes. that's hopefully that answers it. This was a really interesting question we got. Okay. The golf industry, people change jobs. You know, it's, it's a small industry. Yeah. Are they still close with their former colleagues? Um, I think it depends on the person. Yeah, the I do too. Um, and I think sometimes that there's there's a, things you can't discuss. You know, there's a lot of products and things you're working on. Depending on the position and depending on the person, sure. I mean, you know, I'm I'm friendly with a number of people who have changed companies, and they're friendly with people at their former company. Again, depending on the company. And I'll go a step further because you do see a lot of movement within the industry it would be smart to not really like burn, burn some that bridges bridge yeah. because there's a good chance you're going to end up working with that person again at some point. So, it would... but I have a great story about this. Okay. Are you allowed to talk about this? Probably not. Oh, geez. Neither one of them works in the golf industry anymore. Okay. Uh, just, so... I'm going to say right now that I, I I'm listening, but I might stop you. <laughs> okay. So this is a great story. So Harry Arnett worked at TaylorMade golf. Yes. And he left and went to Callaway. Mm-hmm. I know what story uh, this is. And the person who did communications at TaylorMade Golf at the time, he could be listening. His name's Dave Cordero. Oh, you actually said the name. Yeah, why not? Because uh, I, okay. He's now at the PGA Tour. He's a good guy. Harry's yeah. a good guy. Um, Dave used to have a long commute from where he lived to, to TaylorMade. And he would call me in the morning because he knows I'm on the East Coast. And he, can, he knows I'm an early riser anyway. And he got into the office early for California time, like 7 or 8 o'clock. So he'd call me. And we'd chat, and he had a 45-minute drive or so. And he pulls in to get gas one day, and he said, oh, no, Harry's at the pump next to me, and we're not allowed to talk to him. And so he just he just pulls into the pump and then drives off. Yes. Um, so at that point, that was one time that uh, they, they, they weren't allowed to talk to each other, I guess. Um, but overall, yeah, that's not really a big deal. Yeah. I think generally speaking, it depends on the person. I, you take a person like Mike Yagley, for instance, who's at Cobra Golf. I can't think of a single person in the industry that doesn't have good things to say about Mike. You know? Yeah, I agree. Sorry, Dean says Dave isn't Vol- Voldemort. Who? I, I don't know what that I don't, is. I don't know what that is. I, we're probably it's probably a movie or a book that we I don't know. I feel about. like it's Harry Potter, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that it depends on the person, and uh, you'll get pretty good responses based on that um somebody asked the goals are ultimate peak for thp or is it slower steady meaning are we trying to get to a point 
or is it just this is what we do? Mm, that's a good. I question. think we probably have different answers for that. No, I don't think so. Um, somebody I feel like we probably somebody wrote Yagley showed up at the Granddaddy event. Not really. With the day before the Granddaddy event, these guys happened to be at a golf course that they were at. Right. Um, but he did come over and say hello. Um, yeah, I I think that we're, we're slow and steady. This is what we do for a living. And be it this podcast, THP, the website, the forum, the social media, everything. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not an end goal of, hey, when we have this many views at one time, we're selling. That's not really what we do. No, I'm not actually sure that was the question either. But as far as goals, I think that we're always trying to get better and yeah. to grow and to make THP the best resource for people on the web. But um, yeah, there's not like an, an end game goal by any means. That's game. kind of what I was referring yeah. to. Yeah, there, yeah there's not, not really an end game. No, kind of it's thing. not like you have a weight loss goal and you're like, once I hit this many pounds, then it's like cake I'm time. done. Yeah. Well, maintenance is more like what yeah. I was going to go cake. with. Cake. Always cake. But cake no, is we're, maintenance. we're always striving for better. Always. Um, somebody asked, we talk about new equipment coming in 2023, and we don't, but we give generalities when we've had guests on the show and things like that. What about shafts? And one shaft I can say, because it's been released that I'm obviously using and have been for a year, is the UST Mamiya uh, recoil dart in the heavier weights. That is coming out now. I'm super excited that other people have get, are getting a chance to use it. I know 5THPers got a chance to use it already. And uh, I think it's one of the best graphite shafts on the market for irons. The other one is Project X has pretty cool stuff coming down the pipeline. We were with them a couple of weeks, three or four weeks ago. Actually, it was back in October. Was it really? Yeah. And I'm super excited about what they have coming. They're, they're on their game. Let's just say that. There's a whole bunch of Star Wars quotes in the... It's because Dan said uh, no, nothing but Star Wars quotes going forward. Oh, good Lord. But someone said, I think it was Dean said this one time in Bandcamp, and I did see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Um, this was an interesting question, and I think I'm going to be able to answer it, but I'm not sure. So where do we go when we have a new event or a cool idea? And we take it to the people we like to work with. We yeah. choose who does the events. It, that every, Anybody who thinks that it's something else where a company comes to us and says, we want to do this event. Here you go. Here's what we want to do. That's not how it works. Um, we choose based on we believe the people can handle it. The products are good and support it and so on and so forth. Uh, one year, we came up with this idea for a shaft event. And it was going to Project X. And meeting with Don Brown, who at the time was head of design, and we had become friendly with him. He's just a really smart guy, and I've always liked working with Don. And I wanted to do something around, you know, changing the aesthetics of the shaft. You know, people could pick a shaft and make it theirs. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, You know, for the people following along. Well, he responded back in an email, and he said, that's like going to a, a... a NASCAR race and sitting in the passenger seat. I'm thinking more along the line of going to a NASCAR race and driving the car. That'd be so fun. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, and then he laid out what became the handcrafted experience, which is design the shaft from beginning to end, not just aesthetically, but from the standpoint of how the EI curve, if people don't understand that, the the bend profile, how it acts, everything from torque to materials to everything else. So, and then roll it yourself 
work with a designer to design it yourself aesthetics and then they build it make it paint it and ship it to you so that was probably the one time where they just the idea was so freaking cool and it ran its course as i think most events do over time yeah you have to change um so that's that but Mm -hmm. for those following along here's a teaser we're not even going to post it's coming soon on the forum yet we have a project x experience coming this year morgan do we? Yeah. You were in the room when we discussed it. I know. It. I love to act like I don't know, but I know. <laughs> um, we're going to do something pretty cool involving uh, playing some golf with uh, some folks at Project X. So if you like shafts, you're not going to want to miss that one. Um, keeping up with the questions. And I mentioned this one earlier. They Somebody asked about the content that we put on our website and forum. And are there rules or directives for our staff? Whew. Um, D-Deck, James, and Hawk are probably better suited than me to answer this, and they're in the chat, but the answer is no with a catch. We ju- we will never and have never told somebody how to write an article, positive, negative, anything else. Dan can answer that too because he yes. wrote for a long time. Yeah, he did, and he still does a lot of content for yeah. us, including Off Course, um, which will be returning in January. Um, no, we don't. Tell them what to write ever. And for anybody who asks or is wondering in 15 years of doing this, I've never had a company ask us or tell us what we needed to write about a brand. Mm. We had one time. And it, but it's changed a lot. Since yeah. Then. That, that a company <laughs> we've mentioned them a few times today already uh-huh. said, we need to read the article before it gets published. And we said, no, we won't publish it. We won't do it. Um, but we have them. They have to have tact and present information. Honestly, that's it. The rest of it is up to them. And they put the article together. It comes to us. Uh, Morgan handles the editing aspect. Yes. And then I handle the back end aspect. That sounds terrible. (laughs) Um, The aspect of doing search engine optimization and things like that so people can find us. Um, So I hope that answers that question. I think it does. But yes, they can write whatever they want in regards to a product. And we hope you guys enjoy it. Somebody asked about the rivalry event we used to have um, and why we stopped doing it. I can think of a million reasons. But generally speaking, we do experiences and events around products and equipment. And we are tasked with having you guys, the people who are participants, engage, discuss, and review that equipment. If you host an event around something and people do not do that, it's impossible to do it again. Agreed. And for years, we did uh, regional rivalry with Bridgestone, and people didn't view it as a Bridgestone thing. And that's cool. They didn't have to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we so we stopped doing that. They, people weren't discussing the golf balls. And then we did rivalry with US Team Amia. It was fun. And we might do something like something similar in the future, but different. I, I'd say half the people have never mentioned a single thing about the shaft. So, um, that's not, I, I shouldn't say that to put down the people in the event. I think everybody who was in that event was awesome. Right. And, you know, they dealt with our delays because of COVID and then a venue change. Like everybody was awesome. And a shaft is harder to discuss. It is. And maybe we can take some responsibility for not saying exactly what we wanted. I don't know. Yeah. So we're, we're just going to create something a little more and lay it out a little more, um, steady. So streamlined. streamlined. Yeah, that's probably a better way to do it. Um, keeping this going, I forgot where I was on my list because there were so many questions. Oh, 
unofficial events and favorite favorites and my feelings towards them. I don't have any. I, I, I don't have any feelings towards them. I think it's great that THPers get together and play golf. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Um, when it becomes at the grand scale and using our form as a way of getting participants, I kind of wish, uh, and I'm, I, a lot of times I shouldn't even say this shit, but I'm going to, I kind of wish it was limited to Albatross club members. They're the ones who make all these things possible. And without that club, none of this happens. So I kind of wish it was, but it's not. And that's cool. Um, you guys do what you do. And I think it's great that you guys have a community that you can get together and find people to play golf and do it. Does that make sense? Yep. I, I don't have any favorites with that. Um, this was a super interesting question. And I, and I think I've researched this fully. The R&D budgets and size across the industry, are they all roughly the same? No, not even not close. even freaking close. Um, Callaway has the largest R&D team amount of engineers and budget in the industry, and it's not close. No, but everybody has good R&D teams. Absolutely. And solid engineers and they do great work. And it's different because some companies have a smaller amount of engineers, but people working on future innovations. And I'll use Cobra as an example with Mike Yagley. He's not in R&D at a technical sense. His position is not designing current golf clubs. He's working on future projects and future things. And brands have that. So it's different. But no, they are not the same size. All clubs are not equal. All clubs are not created equally. And none of the direct-to-consumer companies that you see fly-by-night out here with players' cavities are putting in the work to do what is going on behind the scenes at some of the larger companies. Doesn't mean they're not good. It, it's just, it's a different animal altogether. Agreed. Um, THB or question from big dill. I'm going to say this on his <laughs> dynamic handicapping system, because I've never actually responded. Here's my response. I don't hate it. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about and 99% of you right now have no freaking clue. There is a forum thread called Dynamic Handicap or Handicapping. You can find it on the THP forum. Somebody will bump it. I'm not as hated on it as other people are. People just don't like change. I get that. Golfers. Change but, is hard. Um, it needs to be massaged a bit. Mm, but so boy, does it eliminate sandbagging in a lot of different ways. It's pretty cool. It's got, it needs massaging. All I heard was massage, and I immediately thought of Watson. I'm sorry. You thought of what? Watson. Oh, Deshaun? Yes. Yeah, enjoy that, Cleveland. <laughs> Piece of shit. Oh, hey. Sorry. Gosh. God, he's a bad person. He's though. killing me today, he's guys. He's a bad person. Deshaun Watson handing off to Kareem Hunt is the give, is is literally saying, please, ladies, come buy tickets. We have the, the rate, the I'll say therapist. You can separate the two words. Separate that into two words, handing off to the guy who Saturday, beat them up. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, Cleveland just keeps on giving. Um, which social media gets the most responses? That's a good question. I think it depends on the topic. Yeah. We have more followers on Instagram. We're, we're terrible at social media. Well, listen, I'm going to be honest. I'm of no help. I don't even have social media. I mean, I have social media accounts, but it mostly is for recipes, working out and looking at dog pictures. Like I'm the worst at social media. <laughs> Somebody in the comments just wrote Deshaun Watson loves a dynamic handy. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, uh, 
Uh, yeah, we have more followers on Instagram, but we're awful at social media. We're getting better. You know, we let's use... not say we. It's okay. you. Give yourself the credit there because I have no. So I'm yet. awful at social media. No, I'm saying you're getting better at it because I have. I don't help at all. I can't help at all. I don't understand how it works. It's very confusing to me. I'm super old school. I still like to write things on a notepad. Oh and God. I'm I'm the progressive commercial. I think it's um, progressive. Yeah, I, I, we're going to get better. We use the form as our form of social media, and we have more followers there than any place else. But we're going to get better at it. And I think there's like, I don't know, 39,000 on Instagram and 26,000 or 25,000 on Twitter, probably like eight or 9,000 on Facebook. I don't know. We're getting better at it. And it, it's, it's, it, we have to do it, and we will continue to, but it's not our ideal form of engagement. That would be um, our form community and shows like this. Um, somebody asked another really good question and it's, is premium golf apparel oversaturated and really what is premium golf apparel? This is a good question. Yeah. Cause when you hear premium, you just assume expensive. So I didn't wrote, I'm down to buy a hundred thousand or so. What's that? Like five bucks. I think it's like $75 <laughs> cause I get the emails like every day. But, uh, yeah, most, a lot of these accounts don't have real followers. I, I could think of a few websites that are like ours that have a lot of fake followers. Some are, some have full real followers. So, um, what is premium apparel? Uh, there's a lot of it out there and some really good, but premium apparel is in my mind. And I, so I asked two different retailers, both national retailers about what they consider premium apparel. And they say apparel brands found in green grass shops that are logoed. Um, so they were viewing things like uh, fairway and green and Peter Millar, Basically, what they were viewing it as is apparel that doesn't that you're not advertising the apparel brand on. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So you're not going to see the three stripes or the Nike swoosh or the Puma cat. Although they're, if sometimes Puma is found there, just like Travis Matthew. Right. Um, but you're going to find Fairway and Green and Johnny O and Peter Millar and things like that. So um, in that aspect, is it oversaturated? Probably not. Um, most country clubs, good ones have similar brands and they're all really good quality and they do a good job. And if their buyers are good, they really do a really good job of stocking the pro shop overall is apparel oversaturated. Yes, it is. Definitely. Um, James in the chat brought up B Dratty. That is part of summit brands. So for those that like the backstory, summit brands is fairway and, uh, and green zero restriction and be dratty fairway and green for normal cut huskier people like me it's not like the american cut yeah american cut uh zero restriction obviously outerwear and be dratty is uh tailored fit yeah they they call it athletic cut but yeah right. tailored fit so it's cut a little more in line towards the gut um so that's really where all that comes from um for that line but yeah, so I don't think premium golf apparel is necessarily oversaturated, but apparel in general probably is as more brands come into it. I think there's it's like golf balls right now or laser rangefinders. There is not a week that goes by that three dudes who went to college said, "Hey, let's start a golf company." And here we are. Yes. Most of them won't last. Um what brand misses the mark on release timing? This is a really interesting question because up until this year, I would have said Mizuno and I've talked to them about it because release timing is such a unique thing and that we have a dog turning around next to me here um, that you need to hit certain months. But 
I think everybody does a pretty good job of it now. I would say Titleist is probably the one on the hard good side that might miss it a little bit because their releases generally fall in the fall, late summer, fall. Uh-huh. But that's changed a little bit um, and they're getting much better at it. And I just had a call with them about their their new spring stuff. So um, I think that's it. Ping is a unique one because they're 18 months. So they have half of it in the fall, half of it at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think most of the companies uh, generally do a pretty good job of it right now. Um, that wraps up our show this week. We made it to just yeah, about an hour. I'm not going to do a sponsor thing because we gave out the wrong link. So stay tuned for next week. We're going to have that on some, on some skincare stuff that we think you guys should all buy. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. We are back live next week, right? Uh, maybe I'm out of town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she will be at a Callaway event. Um with some of our staff so we we will be doing a show i don't know how that will be yet maybe you just get me for an hour god help you all um but for myself and morgan thanks for tuning in everybody good luck in the contest remember like the post right now and leave a comment right now what driver is in your bag and if you want to add more like why this show's terrible please do so so for myself and morgan bye everybody bye everybody happy new year THP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode.